welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Holy Spirit, you are really, really welcome into this place. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us experience your power. Somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 I want to talk about why people don't receive miracles. Why others receive and some others don't do. Why am I not? What is going on? What is the determining factor for receiving a miracle? What is the determining factor for it? Why is it that some don't receive their miracle? Why is it that some people don't receive their miracle? Number one. I want to give you a few points. Number one, why people don't receive their miracle. It, when you read um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Let me, let me say the way the Greek sounds. Paragrapha, all scripture. Theonupsis, God breathed. So all scripture is God breathed. All scripture is God breathed. All scripture is God breathed. Uh, so, paragrapha theonusis, all scripture is given, is God breathed. That's the NIV says that all scripture is God breathed. God practically breathed it out. But that's not my focus. Um, um, so, King James says that all scripture, uh, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it is profitable. Say, scripture is prof- profitable. Scripture is, scripture is profitable. If you want to profit from, if you want profit from God, you have to go for the word of God. In Hebrews chapter four, in Hebrews chapter four, verse two, from verse one actually, it says that. Um, uh, let's go to verse two. I think it's, it makes the point there. For unto us the gospel, the, the, uh, unto us was the gospel preached. Okay, what do you do with the gospel? You preach the gospel. Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word, so the gospel is the word, okay? But the word preached, the gospel was preached. And when we preach the gospel, we are preaching the word of God. The word of God is preached in the gospel. So, but the word preached did not profit them. Oh, okay. So the word, when it's preached, it's meant to bring profit. The word preached brings profit to men. Who are preached to. Not everybody. If you want profit, expose yourself to the preached word. Because when the word is preached to you, it's meant to bring profit. Okay? So he says that the gospel preached, uh, the gospel was preached, uh, 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 unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. That means it profited us. But them, there's, when the word is preached, there's always a them and an us in the word. That is preached. There's two categories of people, generally speaking, two broad categories: those who they re- who received the profits in the word, and those who don't receive the profits in the word. Okay, those who receive the profits in the word is the us. We always need to tell our testimony. Those who don't receive the profits in the in the word is the them who we who know how we got it are saying. 
talking about. So he said, the word preached did not profit them. Not being, oh, okay, so there's a reason why they didn't get it. They didn't mix it with faith. You heard one of the sisters' testimony. She said, I kept, uh, it was getting very worrying, but I kept increasing my faith. And the more it was getting complex, the more I was releasing my faith. I was increasing my faith. I was stepping out in faith. So the word, you need a word. And when the word is preached to you, your job for it to become your word is to mix it with faith. Until you receive it in faith, it doesn't become your word. So for it to be your word and then profit you, because the word of God brings profit, the, the God kind of profit, the God kind of benefit. It takes the word. It takes the word to change your world. It takes the word to change your world. It, cha it takes the word. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. It says that by faith we understand that the world is the world, sir, that the worlds were framed, were framed by the word of God, so that things, so that things which are seen are not made made of things which do appear. So in other words, the things we are seeing are a result of the word of God. The worlds were framed. So if the worlds were framed by the word of God, your life is just a small part of the world. The worlds there means the galaxy, everything, including the stars and the moons, uh, the moon and the galaxies, the things that human eye cannot even see or how where, so the stars we can't even reach the nearest star is billions of years away or my light years away we can't even get to it and he says all these things he just took a word not words of god but the word <laughs> by the word not the words by the word god just said god said and it was so the world and it takes faith to understand this so without faith the word of god cannot become your word for profit so number one why from the scripture read in hebrews chapter four the reason why people don't see the benefits of the miracle the word can deliver is because it is not mixed with faith it is foolishness to be shameful of what is gainful. The thing is profitable. Why are you ashamed to collect it? Why are you ashamed to exercise your faith and say, you can't, can't you hear people saying, when pastor declared, I, 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 I knew this is mine. You, you don't sit down and say, oh, well, let's see, let's see if he's real man of God. Let him mention my name and tell me who is sitting near me in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> he won't mention your name. If you don't know your name, then death. He won't mention your name and see if that will change the status of God. That doesn't change the status of God. Sometimes people think their believing will change God. No, your believing doesn't change God. It changes you. It changes your story. Right? So faith is our belief is a necessary aspect of anything that you can receive from God. So um, number one is faith. Remember, Jesus said in John chapter 14, Verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. What should you do instead? Believe in God. Okay? So instead of trouble, believe. 
instead of letting your heart be troubled, there are things that will come and they'll be worrying you. But instead of staying in that worry, worrisome state, believe in God. Jesus said in Mark chapter um, 11, 22, have faith in God. Have, that's, that's a very short scripture, but very powerful. Jesus said, answering said, have faith in God. Four words, have faith in God. Have faith in God. So you don't keep it four words. It won't benefit you once it's only four words. You have to make it five words by adding I to the front. I have faith in God. I have faith in God. Don't keep it four. We speak the four. You make it the five. We speak the four. Jesus spoke the four. But until you make it five, it doesn't deliver for you. So have faith in God. You have to make it. I have faith in God. Someone asked you, why do you have faith in God? Because I was told in the preaching that is meant to profit me that I should have faith in God. So I have faith in God. I have faith. Someone say, I have faith in God. I have faith in God. Say it louder one more time. I have faith in God. I have, I have faith in God. So number one is have faith and believe in God. Okay, believe in God. Yesterday, uh, Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verse twenty. Believe in, believe in the Lord your God. It's that's where it starts from. That's not your church, your God. Not not your checkbook, your God. Not your certificate, your God. Not your contacts, your God. Believe in the Lord your God. That's where your miracle starts from. Please remember, every miracle from God starts with believe in God. Believe in God. Paul, in Acts chapter 27, verse 25, he said, I believe God that it shall be unto me just as it was, it was told me. So you are told it for you to believe. I believe, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. So you'll be told, God will always send a word through a, 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 a third party to you. But your job is the word. You believe the word. So it's you believe in God that what God has said, it shall be to you according to what that which was spoken. That's Abraham's secret. He said that again, Bible says against hope. Who against hope? Believe that he might, verse 18 of Romans chapter 4, Romans 4, 18. Abraham, whom against hope? Believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Watch this. According to that which was spoken. So his faith was based on what he heard, that which was spoken. He was believing what was spoken. And what was spoken, he made it his own word. So he was told, have faith in God. And then he said, I have faith in God for my, having, for, the, for, for my miracle. I have faith in God. And so you believe God. You believe God. Someone, can you help me? Join me and say, I believe God. I believe, I believe God. We are going to say it again. And as you are saying it, see with the eye of your spirit, that situation that is facing you, that situation you are believing, you are expecting the power of God on. Whatever the condition is, is it the financial situation? Is it the marital situation? Is it the, the court case? Is it the uh, uh, health challenge? 
Is it the the family crisis? Is it your 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 business, your job, whatever? As you say, you are going to say, I believe God. And as you say, I believe God. If I were you, I'll actually even shut my eye for that moment and see the situation and address the situation. You are prophesying to the situation that I believe God. Somebody join me and prophesy. I believe God. I, I believe, believe God. God. One more time. I believe God. I believe God. So have faith in God. Jesus himself said, have faith in God. And he said, believe God. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe God. Believing God is what brings you into your miracle. Number, number two, so faith. Faith in God and his word is what brings the prophets, mixing the word with faith. But number two, he says, uh, Jesus said it very uh, clearly that believe God, believe also in his prophets. Or believe also in me, which is his prophet. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse, verse uh, 20. Believe also in his prophets. John chapter 14, verse 1. Let not you have, you know, believe in God, believe, believe also in me. All right, so the prophet and the servant God will send to you. When I say the word prophet, don't make it spooky like some strange person. No, I'm talking about the one with the word of God in his mouth. This is very important. The one with the word of God in his mouth. So that's a sign of a prophet. But then you have to believe God and believe his prophet. Now watch this. So what happens the, one of the reasons why people don't see miracles and testimony is that they, they, have, they don't have access to the prophet. No prophet is a crisis. I taught you the other time, Bible says, by a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. By a prophet. And I told you, I told, I told you the other time, when they were about to be defeated and die, in a war, war, war situation, um, Jehoshaphat said in Second Kings chapter um, three, verse eleven, that is there not a man of God here, by whom we will inquire of the Lord? Is there not a man of God? Is there not a prophet here? Is he say verse verse eleven? He said, but Jehoshaphat said, is there not here a prophet of the Lord? Now, out when there is no prophet of the Lord, you are getting into trouble. Satan can easily win without a teaching prophet. <laughs> a teaching prophet and a teaching priest. So God, when God wants to help you, he will send you a man. There is a man. Even Jesus Christ, when he came on earth, he needed a man, a prophet to come ahead of him to speak into his life, to introduce him. So that's John the Baptist came as his personal prophet to introduce him into his ministry and into his testimony. So it is very important. It says that number one, you believe in God. Number two, you need a prophet. God will send you a prophet. And I was teaching the other time. I said, you have to locate the prophet. And once you go pray and God will show you the one who carries the grace you are trying to, you need to change your story. Locate the prophet. Locate this man of God carries this thing. This man of God carries the grace. Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 8, I think verse 7 and 8, but verse 8, he said to the king, 
let him come to me. Don't tear your clothes. Don't, why are you worried? Let him come to me, and you will know that there is a prophet in Israel. Now, he, he, he was, the king was supposed to lament in the absence of a prophet. But prophet said, don't lament. There is prophet here. You don't have a problem. You see, you must know the prophet and the one God, in other words, the one, the messenger, the channel through whom God's word is coming to you. God's prophetic word and the teaching of God's word. Okay. God's prophetic declaration and the teaching of God's word. This happens. These are things that unbelievers can't appreciate and can't understand. And sometimes if you try to make unbelievers understand the, the, the dynamics of spiritual things, it's like trying to soak a cement block or trying to soak a concrete tile with water. It doesn't work. You dissolve it. You know, so sometimes we just have to believe God and keep going. Sometimes our family members may be very skeptical, stand in the gap, receive the word for them, pray for them, believe God for them. Believe God on their behalf, because if you leave them alone, they might not believe. So, one, believe in the Lord, and secondly, uh, also, uh, so why don't people receive their miracle? Unbelief. Number two, why don't people receive their miracle? No access to a prophet. <laughs> no prophet. Wow. No prophet. No prophet. Problem continuing. Number three, are you getting something? Yes. Number three. Number three is very important to understand. Now, this moves me into... Um, uh, yesterday's reading, which is so powerful. In Mark, yesterday we read Mark chapter 4. It's so loaded, I don't even know how to go about this. I probably have to continue this tomorrow because of my time. Uh, a, a, a Bible, Bible, Bible says that um, verse, Mark chapter 4, in the verse, verse 3, Hakim, behold, there went a sower to sow. Somebody must go and sow the word. So, look at verse, uh, um, verse 14. Verse 14 says that the sower sows the word. And so what are we sowing? It's the word the sower sows. Can you imagine if there's no sower, which is a prophet? That's one problem. So you need the sower, and the sower must also have the word to sow. Because it is the word that, when sown, brings forth fruits. It is, it is not someone's wishes. wishes and someone's desires is the word. So the sower went to sow the word. The sower sowed the word. So Bible says in the verse um, um, 14 again, the sower sowed the word. He sowed the word. So sowed the word. A word must come. Now look at this. I, I think it would be nice for me to read from verse 4. It came to pass, as he sowed, some fell on the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it. And it came to, so, and some fell on the stony ground where it had no much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched and um, because it had no roots, it withered away. Verse seven, and some fell amongst tongues and the tongues grew up and choked it and it yielded no fruits. Did you see that? No fruits. It could have yielded, but it didn't yield fruit. It's a word. Now, uh, number eight, verse eight. And others fell on good grounds and did yield fruits that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30, some 60, some uh, uh, and some hundredfold. And Jesus said, watch this, verse nine. He that, uh, he, uh, and he said unto them, he that has ear, let him hear. 
here. The word is what is going to determine your miracle. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the word of God is what determines the, your level of miracles. The word of God that you are exposed to is what determines the level of your testimony, the level of your miracle. And, and when he was alone, verse 10, when he was alone, there uh, they that were about him with the twelve asked him the uh, asked him the parable, and he said unto them, well, "This is interesting. Unto you it is given to know the mysteries, ah, the mysteries of the kingdom, the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Who are they to you and to unto them? To you are those who are always around Jesus, who want to even hear more and know." Said so the more you want to know, the more you are likely to know the mysteries of the kingdom. But those who, when we start preaching, it's, all, it's all, no testimony. It's okay. I'm not. When you, those who sleep during preaching, <laughs> they won't know the secrets of the ma- to, that girl, the mastery. Those who say, "Oh, I don't like me. I don't like preaching. I don't like this. I don't." They miss out. If you don't like preaching, you stand to miss out big time on the blessings of God. Because the word must. Jesus said, He said that unto you. Unto you is given to know. Hey. Why? Because when he was alone, those who stay around him, he asked. So then, that, but I said that unto you is given to, unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, those who are not doing what you are doing, those who are not coming regularly and tapping into it, unto them that are without, these things are parables. No wonder the same thing that is blessing you, others are looking at it and oh, all this thing, all this. All this, what is this? All this. The same thing that is what is it to what is it to somebody? It is your uh, your your channel of breakthrough. It's your channel of blessing. That same thing that, to them is mysteries. This is 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 like rubbish. What is this? This is not for me. Somebody years ago, I think some months ago, someone said he sent the link to the mom, the link of the teaching. The mom said this is not for me. <laughs> this is what, and the man was trying to arrange for uh, his ex-girlfriend to come into his life. He said, "Mom, I've stopped you. I've stopped this." The mom, the mom said, "No, no." And she's a nice woman. You need her. You need her. <laughs> this guy is running away to Christ. The mom is connecting him to his past, past mess. And when he connects mom to the message, he says, oh, this is not for me. All right, it's not for you. All right, no problem. You see, so to those who are outside, all these things you are excited about, it's like gibberish to them. That's Jesus' word. But this is the means to your miracle. Now watch this, verse 12. Uh, uh, watch, this is serious. All those things are... Uh, uh, all these things are done in parables. That's what Jesus said. Those who are without, verse 11, it's done in parables. Verse 12 says that, 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 see, they might see and not perceive. They watch, they watch, they will see, but they're not, they are not getting it. You are not getting it. You, you share this, someone listen and say, oh, but why are you spending your time watching this? You are not getting it. They might see, but not perceive. They might hear, but don't get it. They don't understand. Why? Because they are not ready to pursue and want to actually know. They don't actually want to know. So they are not getting it. God is not a, 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 a business analyst or <laughs> he's trying to look for customers. No. Those who come, he said, oh, if those who are thirsty come and drink, when you come, you get to drink. Mm-hmm. He said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is asking you, give me, you would have asked him for, oh, but if you know that, Jesus, if you know this woman needs it, give it to her. No. He said, no, I won't give it to her. She has to ask first. She has to ask, then I'll give. Verse, verse 14 says that the soul saw the word, 
verse 15, and watch this. He says that these are they. No, I, I, I'm going to point number three. You need the word. So, number one is believe in God. Okay, have faith in God. So, why don't people receive miracles? They don't believe in God. The lack of faith. Number two, why don't people receive lack of the prophet? Number three, why don't people receive a miracle? They, they might even get access to a prophet, but the, there's no word from the prophet. No word. No word. Because the word, the seed is the word. So it must be the word. The word must be given. That's why we take our time. You know, even when we are taking testimonies, I keep quoting scriptures and I keep letting the word come alive because that is what generates the miracles, is the word. Not even just the prayer. Not even just the prayer. It is the word. So some people say, Pastor, it's okay. Just declare. No, 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 no. Let's, if we can have a platform of the word and we declare, it's like watering the word in your heart and it begins to cause, cause the reaction of fruitfulness. Hallelujah. You are receiving your testimony. Amen. Why don't people receive their miracles? Number one, lack of faith. Number two, lack of profit. Number three, wordlessness. Number four, and then I think I'll end on number four. Number four is how they receive the word. How you receive the word. There are four categories of receiving the word. Three of them, as I told you, every time God's word comes, there are two main categories. Those who receive, or those who receive and mix in faith and those who don't receive to benefit. Those who benefit and those who benefit. Now, from the teachings of Jesus, we can see the, the first category is this, who, the way you receive the word. You can either receive it and you end up employing Satan's takeaway service. You know, Satan also has takeaway service. Wow. No, it's not only Chinese that do takeaway. Satan also wow. does take away. <laughs> Satan also has takeaway service. I'm telling you. He has take and he will, he will bring his takeaway service towards you. Satan has takeaway services. Look look at verse <laughs> Look at the verse 15. Verse 15 says that the and these are there by the wayside. When the word is sown, so see like pastor is preaching the word. But when they uh, when they have had you have heard. Satan comes immediately to do what? Apply his takeaway. <laughs> Satan comes to do takeaway. He, he takes the word away. Because when you read um, Message Bible, it says Satan snatches the word. But the right thing is he takes all the versions. Use, Satan takes the word. He doesn't snatch. Because the word is there. You don't attend to the word. You are not interested. So after pastor finished preaching, the way you are not quite interested. After he finished preaching, Satan comes to take it away. Hey. He takes the word away because he has, he has professional takeaway services. Wow. <laughs> he will take the word away. So you don't even remember anything that was said because you're kind of interested. It falls on the wayside. So the wayside hearers. Okay, so we have the wayside hearers. The wayside hearers. Number two, we have the rootless. R-O-O-T. Root, not roof. Rootless. There's no root. The words can have roots because look, let's look at the rootless hearers. The rootless hearers, verse um, verse 16. And these are they likewise, which are uh, uh, which are sown on stony grounds. Those the grounds are stony. Who immediately receive it with gladness? Oh, hallelujah! They will shout it okay. They will shout it okay with gladness. Look at verse 16. Verse 16 says, and have no roots in themselves. The word is on the surface. There are a lot of people who, during the lockdown, they are falling off because their Christianity was rootless. 
There was no roots. The word was coming. It wasn't sinking. It wasn't sinking. Some of them are even ushers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's one particular head of Usher, uh, the temporary head of Usher, who is missing. Who is missing? KP2 is missing. Ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. <laughs> there are people who are ruthless. The word does not sink in. And so, in the time of absent gathering, ah, ruthlessness shows up. And the word doesn't generate. Sometimes you receive a word. I like that word, what Sister Fair. Um, uh, I think Favor was saying the problems were, it was increasing, but her faith was also increasing. She would not let the problem to disconnect her faith. She stayed, she stood on the ground. No, God ever said, even when the doctor said something different, she said, no, I believe in God's word. I believe in God's word. She stood on God's, God's word. She stood on God's word because the word of God, she allowed the word of God to sink in and hold on to the word. So if you don't fight and stand on the word, the word becomes rootless. It doesn't have root, uh, roots. So it can bear. In times when the sun shines, when the challenges shine, it will burn the word out. That's why some people don't receive their miracle. We have all received the word, but it's not working for some people because it's just they receive it on the surface. You have to receive it deep in your heart. And I, I accept this as God's word. And I'm going to run with it. So number one is faithlessness. Number two is what? No prophet. A, a lack of faith. Lack of prophet. And then number three is what? Well, Wordlessness. Well, lack of the word. And number four, how people receive the word. How do you receive the word? Will determine the kind of miracles you are going to get. So just in case you're on this platform and you have been invited. Someone has shared this link. Open your heart and receive the word because this word can change. I'm about to speak a word. I'm about to make declarations. And the way you receive it will determine how it will, happen, it will work for you. Because to be honest, I actually don't know your problem. I don't know what you, are, uh, what you need from God. You know it. But God, by his spirit, inspires me to keep declaring and prophesying. But as I prophesy, you receive it. Some people, you can't even mention their name. And they are looking like you like that. Oh, will this even happen? Will this even happen? Like in Acts, uh, in, in 2 Kings, chapter, I think chapter 7, Bible says that God's prophet went to the king. And he said to the king, tomorrow morning, uh, tomorrow by this time, fly will be cheap. In the midst of famine. And then the, the chancellor of the exchequer, the finance minister, said to the the prophet, even if God were to open the windows of heaven, can this happen? He doubted the word of the prophet. And the prophet said, aha, okay. Ooh. He said it shall happen. And the Lord, the Lord on whose hand the king leaned, answered, uh, answer, give me the new NIV. It's a bit easier. The, the officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the man of God, look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of heaven, could this happen? You will, see, you will see it with your eyes, answered Elisha the prophet, but you will not eat of it because you didn't believe. You are saying, oh, can he, oh, how, come on. How, can, how can this be? How, how can it? Hey, when the word comes, believe it. Believe God. Believe God. Connect your faith and see it happening to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.